0: Welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together, they will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it is a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real-world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode was typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan, I'm the lifelong fan who's familiar with pretty much all aspects of the franchise, while Ed is familiar with Transformers, but was never really something he enjoyed. So thank you so much for joining us. Ed, what's on your mind, man?
1: Man, Evan, so this last week I've been in sort of a video game hangover after I finished Cyberpunk 2077. I don't normally play a lot of video games, I usually have one that I'll kind of yeah. latch on to for a while and uh just play that and then when i'm done it's uh it's kind of like when you finish like a tv show like you finish a series and you're like i don't know what to do now like i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> done so so you know you just kind of uh, pick over uh, other stuff and um uh, um but anyway i uh, so i finished uh, cyberpunk finally and uh, w- which kind of got me thinking about uh, licensed video games and mm-hmm. uh, uh, a- a- adapted properties like that from from video games, and uh, generally any sort of, of video game licensing is is bad both ways. Like um, video games based on a movie or a TV show or a comic book or whatever is usually bad.
0: Yeah, and, we all it, right. Well, we and, all know the old ET, you know story, the,
1: the, right? Yeah, that's that's the that's the original. That's the uh, yeah the Oe. <laughs> um, but but likewise, anything based on a video game is generally also bad. For the, for the, I mean, there are, there are some exceptions for the most part. Um, but I I was thinking of, uh, the reason for that and and why it is, why, why it is that this happens. So, um, but I think the reason is generally that, uh, most video games are trying to capture the spirit of something else. So let's take something like, like Tomb Raider or Uncharted or something uh, along those lines. They're, uh, they're both sort of spiritual cousins to Indiana Jones, right?
0: Oh yeah, totally.
1: Uh, right. So, but we already have Indiana Jones movies, so we don't really need, you know, it just becomes recursive at that point. We don't need a Tomb Raider movie because I've already got Indiana Jones. <laughs> like I don't need an Uncharted movie because I've already got Indiana Jones. Um, but uh, so, but, but, the, you know, the opposite is also true. You know, I, I don't really need an Indiana Jones video game because I've already got tomb raider or pitfall if you want to take it back to
0: uh, (laughs) you know
1: um right you know to you know the you know the the old, old style uh stuff there um but uh and you can also apply that to you know like a lot of other things like uh, like silent hill or whatever the silent hill movie wasn't bad but um but you, you don't really you know you don't really, you don't really need it you know there's there's better horror movies out there than that but uh, I, I don't need a, a nightmare on elm street video game because there's good horror games that you know uh, you know out there i don't need a dawn of the dead game because uh dead rising exists um and and, and that kind of thing um but uh but you know so but that got me thinking about you know which ones are good yeah you, you have any you have any examples of ones that are you know it's funny you that, talk that about are good like, no. and, and, but uh, but i'll get to why i'm asking you this in a second but i mean oh, okay. and until then yeah you have any examples of that i had to do a lot of thinking
0: ones? about uh this because we had talked about it earlier in the week that's so i think why you're bringing it now um we you know just mm-hmm. how some bad some are and uh there are some a few that really stood out to me that were really good um it's something i didn't expect to like very much. Did you ever get a chance to try the uh, Friday the Thirteenth game?
1: The one on the NES?
0: No, 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 no. I'm sorry, not the NES. I'm sorry, the the one
1: because that, that was that was awful. It yeah. <laughs> was terrible. That yeah. terrible.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. There's actually one that came out recently. Well, I say recently, like a few years ago. On um, I have it on PS4, and it's oh. uh, you play as a counselor or you play as Jason Voorhees. And oh, um, is, it, is doing... it
1: one of those one versus many type games? Yeah, it's, where it's one... like a, it's like a, oh, okay, it's,
0: it's a sandbox kind of thing. where you're in like camp, you know, uh, Crystal Lake, hmm. and you can either hide from a Jason, he comes around and try to f- set up traps, form or whatever, uh, or you can play Jason Voorhees. And the more accomplishments you get, the more you know different outfits, like the uh, the burlap sack or uh, different different looks of the Kane Hodder look, uh, which was really cool. I found out actually they use Kane Hodder to uh, do motion capture for the for the game. So, yeah, it's a little shiny on some textures, but it's a really kind of Mm -hmm. fun, you know, spooky game you play with a few friends. It's uh, you play straight up playing counselors and whatnot. I was kind of surprised. I didn't think I was going to like it because I heard about it before it came out. And uh, an old friend of mine said, yeah, I've got some friends working on this Friday the 13th game and uh, it's going to be great. I said, "Uh, all right, man. But, (laughs) you know, it's pretty good. It's a it's a lot of fun. It's not it's not polished and super cool like that, but it's as far as the environment goes. They did a great job with it. So what about you I mean there's anything that you you know stands out to you?
1: Uh, yeah, um you, you know it, it, before I played Cyberpunk, the the PlayStation 4 or, or I guess 5 uh version of Spider-Man uh, I oh, think yeah. is a is a huge exception to that. Um not but also is one of the best video games I've ever played, period. But also, in addition to that, it's probably the second best at media adaptation of, of a Marvel thing next to end of the spider-verse. I'll give you that. Yeah.
0: I, I, um, I need to go back and watch into um, the spider-verse again. I just kind of watched it broken up a bit and I'm sure it's probably much better. if I sit there and watch it, watch it as a full movie instead of by bits.
1: That's my favorite superhero. Like anything yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, it's one of the very few ones that actually gets the whole spirit of, of Spider-Man. It gets the whole, guess, yeah. um, you, you know, it, it gets the whole, the vibe of Spider-Man, as opposed yeah. to you know trying to take it and, and adapt it into something else, it really adapts the whole you know the the feeling of Spider-Man or whatever. But but the, yeah, the Spider-Man game is one of the very few ones where you actually feel like you're in that. You know, you feel like you are a superhero when you're playing oh, that the, game. Just you know? swinging around
0: the city is fantastic. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's and um,
1: and we you know when they they made that Dreamcast version a few years ago, that was um, you know at at the time I was like, oh, this is this is cool. You, feel, you kind of feel like you're swinging. But now I'm like, oh, now it really it's just leaps and bounds better than that. Um, yeah. yeah no, no that's season. yeah. Oh man. So yeah, yeah, but I'll definitely, I'll definitely definitely got to go back and play that one
0: again. I, I remember there's alien isolation that came out, which was really the first time they did a really good game based on alien. Now, the only problem with that is uh, I get intense motion sickness sometimes. And mm. they had this angle on the camera where it walks <laughs> like someone's, someone's right. actually gate where they're walking you your know, left foot, right foot. And I had a, I turned it off, man. I got like, I want to play this so badly. So I don't, I had to watch some uh, playthroughs. And uh, it's a great looking game. I just <laughs> couldn't get past the uh, the motion. It was killing me.
1: Uh, Alien is actually my favorite uh, sci-fi movie franchise. Yeah, and um, I had a hard time engaging with that one. I really. I'm gonna go back and play it at some point and try to and, and try to get through it. But something about when I first. Started playing it. I, I, it didn't really click with me. And ironically, I deleted it today to make, uh, make room for something on my, <laughs> on my hard drive. Um, yeah, uh, I'll tell you though you know, you're really, the gold standard, and uh, you're really the first great licensed game, though. I think mm. was Gold on the N64.
0: How many, how many nights were spent people just playing with that? At, at you know, going, come over right to my house, we played Gold Night all night. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it, it was yeah. Such you know, four a players player split screen.
1: Yeah, that was the party game. That was, you know, that was the killer app on the uh, N64 for a long time. And it's, um, I mean, but that's really one of those things that I I feel like that game was the gateway to James Bond for a lot of that generation of kids. You know, I mean, I was a little bit older and yeah, I'd already seen a lot of them, but I think a lot of people got into James Bond because of that game. And uh, I don't think that game is really like a, I don't think it's really terribly like indicative of of James Bond, really, but it's just such a good game, and you know, and uh, and you know, how, how many of those characters now are in like you know common lexicon because of that? You know, how many <laughs> uh, how many people know about Odd Jobs that or like, Baron Samedi or or, <laughs> or whoever? Um, So, uh, yeah, no, no, GoldenEye uh, to me definitely is the the standard bearer for that thing for a long time. But uh, the reason that I wanted to ask you about this, though, was uh, are there any good Transformers games? Is that that a a thing? I don't know if there are any games, period.
0: There are a lot lot of games. I mean, Mm -hmm. they they go back to the Commodore 64, man. Um, And uh, they're one of the like the big, I don't know. Holy grails for a lot of people when I was, when like the Nintendo came out, was on the Super, on the uh, Famicom. They had this uh, one called the the Mystery of Convoy. It was a side scrolling thing where you play as, I think, Ultra Magnus actually shoot missiles at, you know, um, the jets and stuff. Wasn't, I mean, it could have been, you could have taken anything sprite and put it in the same game. It would have been just anything else. It wasn't terribly, you know, Immersive.
1: That's a lot of times. That that is the fate of of licensed games, is they just end up kind of being palette swaps from another game, and like especially in, in that era when they just kind of all ended up being side scrollers, or you know like a like a, a side scroll shooter, or a side scroll beat cool. beat 'em up, or something like that. Which sometimes those were you know, were okay. Ninja yeah. was good. You know, it, it
0: could have been anything. Uh, I, never, I remember years later, um, they had a uh, trans yeah Transformers uh, Transmetals, which is uh, when when you, know, you had your big Mortal Kombat two uh, phase. Everyone was making a fighting game and they made a uh, fighting game with uh, uh, characters from uh, Beast Wars in the second season. It was an OK game. It was just, you know, fighting game. Nothing much really to it. But I think, you know, people got kind of tired of that whole thing. So years later, I actually just redownloaded it recently on a, on a laptop. They did uh, the Fall of Cybertron, which was really cool looking game. It was uh, it was done in Unreal Engine. And it, it had depth, like the uh, the screen, the game had a depth, you know, going on in the during on the, it wasn't side scroller, wasn't two dimensional. It was very indicative of, of the Unreal Engine. And, you know, where you you play some of these games where you're uh, you're driving or something and you're going into a tunnel or, and, and constantly the um, like I said, the polygons or the rendering is trying to keep up with you. It was just really a beautiful game. Uh, they did a great job of that. But honestly, my favorite that they've done, and it wasn't a terribly long game. If you play through it all, it was uh, Transformers: Devastation, and it really had to do with uh, more Generation One. It had to do with um, Devastator. Uh, you go oh, yeah. through with different characters, and it's all cell shaded, so it looks really nice. It has it doesn't look shiny at all. It has that nice cell shaded texture of CG. Um, so you you basically go through the game doing different missions, and um, at the end of the game, you're you're fighting against Devastator. It wasn't like said, oh, okay. not a terribly long game, really fun game uh, done by Activision, I believe. So yeah, that was uh, I really they 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 did a great job with that. I I mean I've got a, a mobile game on my phone, um, Earth Wars, and it's fun. It's just like a base game. You you build your troops, you you know collect you know, prizes. I don't put any money into it, so I'm not terribly great at it. But it's one of those uh, it's one of those things where you could do that sort of thing. They they've done a good job with that. I mean honestly, um, the idea of uh, you can play as one faction against the other and. Poland, you know, you combiners and whatnot. So they've done some great things. I think as the technology gets easier to adapt for um, smaller scale developers, it becomes an easier thing to uh, produce games that are more what we as fans have wanted for a long time.
1: Yeah, so, uh, I, I, yeah I was surprised there weren't, or I guess there maybe there are. You know, more of those just kind of, um, especially you know here lately, there's been like a lot of uh, um, those kind of palette swap games, even on uh, even on newer uh, systems and stuff like uh, like the. the something that i'm a huge fan of uh, the the warhammer setting is uh, a a bad victim of that where it seems like you know every six months there's a new warhammer game coming out and it's just uh, like a it's like a palette swap like total war or which i mean those are actual total war games but uh it's like they take diablo and just put you know that you play some character warhammer or um you know they they take what some they take like uh a game like uh uh divide and conquer Oh. No, not divide, no, divide, divide and conquer. No, that's the name of the episode. Oh my god. Uh Command and Conquer.
0: Command and conquer. Command and
1: conquer. Oh jeez. So, uh, we're on was, the subject though. we're on the subject though. Episode six. <laughs> divide and
0: conquer. That was the weirdest segue ever, man. Great job. So <laughs> we have the uh we have the uh fantastic narrator open to where we he's talking about the factories creating weapons to fight the most dangerous enemy the world's ever known and showing a, pic, a picture of Megatron with the enemy across it. And the very much like Cobra the enemy band, yes. you know, band across it, and, which and, I, and, I love that. It
1: was great. Dude, the factories are busy manufacturing <laughs> weapons. So I was very curious about this gentleman because I, I've talked about him several episodes in a row now. So I decided yeah. to look him up. Victor Caroli is, uh, who is this guy? Who, like, I, I dug for info on this dude, and he has very few credits on IMDb. Mainly Transformers stuff. He's done a lot of stuff in uh, various Transformers things he's done. Um, uh, he also did some voices in a, a B, another B-grade uh, toy series in the 80s called uh, Robotics, which I remember only for the theme song, because it had a very, I uh, had a ro- had the robot voice, had yep. the Egyptian, Egyptian lover voice.
0: Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. a lot of the same voice actors from Transformers, because it was a Sunbow cartoon also
1: really mm-hmm. i'm so mad, wow I'm, uh, i had i had no memories of that cartoon except for like every five years i'll get that theme thong in my head for 30 seconds and i'm like yeah. oh yeah i remember that thing it's but, not
0: uh, horrible actually i'm uh, it on youtube it's uh, i watched it recently actually speaking of that i
1: don't, I, I don't want to watch this one, I don't watch this one. <laughs> no I'm kidding, I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm, for anyone listening uh, it's
0: there on uh, youtube uh
1: but see what's funny about victor caroli is that he has two credits in the mid '70s 1974 and 1975 on 70s cop shows and then he has nothing for 10 years until transformers comes out it, yeah it, it was it was two episodes of two cop shows and one of them he plays the harbor master, and that's that's a real important guy and like you know <laughs> you don't mess with you don't mess with the harbor master. No um but in, in another one he plays a guy called collins and uh i have no idea of the quality of either one of these tv shows but i'm sure that since they're 70s cop shows that they're awesome on some level at least so yeah um, either, either way, way to say yeah either way the guy should have gotten more work at some point um You can uh, you can book him on Cameo right now though. Really? Yep. Yep.
0: That's Um, actually kind of tempting. uh,
1: It kind of it kind of is because I just kind of want yeah I just need like a wake up message from this guy like uh, like,
0: uh, (laughs) it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. Your day has begun. (laughs) Right. So we are greeted the fact that Chip Chase is apparently a genius at everything, and uh, they ask him to come in there to. Uh, do something on the computer to to uh, up the production on these uh, the efficiency on the on the weapon production. I I have no idea what Chip can't do at this point. This,
1: this bootlicker bootlicker works for the military industrial complex now. He's building weapons. DoD he's building military him in. grade weapons. This guy's this kid's in high school, isn't he? Yeah. In high school?
0: I, I you know what he might be. He he looks um he he's very uh, bright eyed and uh, apparently he is a genius. We are led he's, to believe. Well,
1: well he, he's also I think he's like. He's like a Marvel Comics scientist, because yeah. like like, a, like being a being a scientist in Marvel comics is like is almost like another superpower. You, yeah, superpower. you know, like
0: Reed is actually. Yeah, you
1: know, like like Reed Richards is you know that's right. like yeah he can stretch it all, but his real power is that he's like he's like a genius inventor. Yeah, and what like, is he
0: known best for? Being you know, like an inventor.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, he invented the, the uniforms that everybody in Marvel wears. <laughs> yeah, so, he did. Uh and but here we go, and here comes, once again, here comes Starscream and With the seekers fashion s- through the windows yet again. And uh um yeah, they're they're real uh they're real impressed and uh amused about how humans run though. Humans run funny, Starscream.
0: You notice the uh the humans all have like laser rifles like they have in G.I. Joe now. They're shooting these laser, I don't know, look like machine guns, but they're shooting lasers out of them, and they're well, all bouncing off the uh Zipadons.
1: Well, they're in the factory where they make these things. Yeah, and they, they're they're, they're made to fight the Decepticons, and they're absolutely worthless. They're terrible. They, they, yeah, like well, I guess I guess we need to I don't sure, know hire can... somebody. Hire somebody besides Chip.
0: Yeah, come on, Chip. I thought to, you yeah. said something that work.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. head over to Marvel Comics and hire Peter Parker <laughs> or something.
0: To, um... Yeah. So uh, yeah, the uh, they start to destroy the place the generators, and then they, uh, they they stop and bring in Soundwave. Who his uh he's utility is to make cubes. Making making
1: making more boxes and uh he, Star yeah. stream yet again for the seven thousandth time in six episodes I, is I be later. doing the same plan. <laughs> he's running the same play over and over again, and he's failing again. He's like uh it's it's like watching bad football. Although they did uh they did identify Chip with his last name. He has the last name now, it's Chip Chase. Chip Chase. Chip Chase.
0: So yeah, the um he calls to uh, I guess he puts out the distress signal to Optimus Prime. They're all sitting there at the base, wondering where the Decepticons are, where the space bridge is going to show up next, and they're all out of ideas. And Optimus goes, "Wait a second! I'm getting a distress signal from Chip Chase." So he he says, uh, "Hey uh, Chip!" Uh, Chip says, uh, "Optimus, we need you. They're attacking the base." So he he's in. He yells, uh, yells, radios the uh, base. Says, uh, "Everyone, transform! Let's go! Let's move out!" He goes first though with Spike
1: and yeah, he, he's out in the middle of nowhere he's, he's yeah. just out like cruising around like he's not even on a road
0: no he's just he's like the, in a, a ravine he, he's, somewhere.
1: he's dragging a trailer around in the desert and uh if you've ever driven a car like off the road it's not the most comfortable thing it, it's it's it, it but it's bad but when you add but, uh, in a trailer into hmm. this thing i think what I'm, i think what I'm flying, hey dude. look like,
0: we, we know when it rolls down the cliff when the uh, the mine's exploded, there is no give to that trailer. I think it's, it's like a solid piece. It just flips like <laughs> like with the... Uh, I think the, it's
1: absolutely indestructible. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah,
0: the, uh, we, we have... Um, <laughs> the Septicons have now acquired a pallet of Energon cubes. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> it's just like these yeah. nice... Oh, yeah, they, they stacked him up at... really nice, man. That's, and, that's uh, great. And then they wait for the truck to come put in the uh, back of the forklift.
1: Dude, yeah why isn't there a forklift? something on. That's what we, need. that's <laughs> what we jets needed. That's what we needed. That's why. Yeah. Why doesn't yeah, Snowy come off
0: the, with the forklift, man? Come why yeah, does it have a
1: laser forklift? um <laughs> Yeah, so Megatron and Starscream are just like sniping each other, man. This is like <laughs> watching, like it's like the Golden Girls. Like, <laughs> he's like, like Starscream's real big in it. He's got to be called a mission, mission leader star. Leader. <laughs> he's not the, he's, like, if he can't be the leader, he's going to at least be the mission leader. And uh, man, Megatron is just like, oh, mission leader Starscream over here. And uh, he is laying on the sarcasm here, man. This is like, dude, he's got like, like extra cheese, double pepperoni on this thing. He's got like the, it's like the Bigfoot pizza full of sarcasm oh. over here. And uh, but then Starscream is like fishing for compliments at this point. He's like,
0: (laughs) Don't you want to tell me what a good job I've done? Yeah,
1: like, (laughs) god, this guy is the worst. He's absolutely insufferable. I would have, man, I would have melted this guy down to like microchips months ago if I were millions of years ago. I mean, four million years they sat here with this guy. Oh, god, he's insufferable. But wait,
0: Optimus plows through the pallet of cubes and gives his usual casual bravado about you know taking them all out
1: mm-hmm. what does he do though in the, in the process what does he do
0: well megatron you know he starscream says megatron optimus here megatron says you outnumber him three to one apparently to forgetting one. Uh, maybe Soundwave's on a break or something so you outnumber him three to one so
1: 15 tapes that are in his chest also like uh, like they've got they've got <laughs> the. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. the first thing first thing optimus Prime does is he uh he transforms and uh Throws Spike right into the middle of this battle. Like, once again, <laughs> once again, the Autobots do not care thing one about this kid's safety. Like, come here, high school kid. I'm going to throw you in here. Oh, it's, it's cool because he has a hard hat on.
0: Yeah. Um, he'll be some yeah. hard. Hat. He's fine.
1: The Seekers. Do, oh, my God. They absolutely thrash off this primary. They just shoot him with, with lasers. They don't hold him this time. Thank Christ. They just have him attached to their arm. Missiles are coming out everywhere. They blow him through a wall. Like Optimus
0: Prime. Yeah, he goes into it's the terrible. world So it's yeah, terrible. Thundercracker gets up, shoots missiles at him. Skywarp shoots a missile at him that that uh, he misses, and who's it? Spike yeah. or Chip goes, look out, Optimus! It's a heat seeker. Apparently, it's, it's labeled seeker. on the side of the missile or something. Yeah. And what is he? He comes back and he like beats it into the uh, ceiling, which blows <laughs> up the computer yeah right apparently this mass of uh of, of rock or metal in the wall is gonna start it starts glowing because that's what the computer is i'm not sure he says i'll stand back i'll take i'll cover the explosion so he stands in front of the wall and it blows up he comes off wobbly man he is like punch drunk
1: oh man he got blown up again yet again he got he yeah. got blown up um yeah and they, uh, they three
0: of them start just they lay into him they all oh, three shoot oh, him up dude, at once.
1: Blowing him up, man. No yeah. remorse for this guy. No, not at all. So yeah. So once again, it, it, it's from the most like mundane things. Optimus Prime gets com- gets completely taken out of the battle. Yeah. <laughs> once again. Once again, like uh, you know, Apparently, he rolls down the one time and.
0: I don't know what the uh, computer is made of, but it is highly explosive.
1: So, that was yeah. the most yeah. unstable computer of all time. I, I don't like. it It's not chip if I, chase. Yeah. If I drop my laptop, and it blows up like that, then that's uh, that's not a good thing. That's. Uh, the apple's getting uh, getting a call from me if that's the case
0: i accidentally had a laptop go off the uh, hood of my car onto the road and it still worked fine so i mean that this is how i guess computers
1: were in the 80s i don't know big dude, your your laptop is tougher than optimus prime yeah optimus Optimus prime would have he would have needed 17 autobots to drag him back to the ark if he fell off the hood of a car
0: well he didn't need that much actually he just needed about five of them they show up at that point and they're getting ready to get in the battle. iron Ironhide's talking about you know jumping in there, and Spike goes, "No, Optimus <laughs> is real, hurt. Yeah,
1: real <laughs> so, hurt." yeah, Wheeljack comes up, and uh, I guess he's trying to fix him. He's a is he a mechanic
0: or a medic? The mad scientist, man. I, I, I Wheeljack. He, yeah, he he's he's, I, I guess he's a mechanic. He's a scientist. I, I don't know. We'll, I'd go with mad scientist. He only really shows later on in that. W-
1: wouldn't a and, mechanic and a, and, a, and a medic be the same thing for a robot?
0: I don't know, man. Tell me.
1: I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I do think, one about this show?
0: <laughs> yeah, he goes. Can you transform? Oh, he he uh, often says power relays are fused. Mobility limited. I, I think oh. he says something like heart replacement is needed.
1: Some yeah, something like that. Some kind of. Uh, I think he uses some sort of a gadget or something like that. Um, yeah. Well, Sp- Spike. Uh, Spike took his heart hat off finally.
0: Oh, that's nice. He goes in yeah. danger finally.
1: Yeah, he's still so wearing much. the he's still wearing the boots from uh the Beastie Boys intergalactic video. Uh, <laughs> he, t- he took his hat off though,
0: finally. So. Oh, he'll he help ground him whenever someone like you know blows up electrical discharge things around him. I don't know.
1: Oh, he's got to keep that OSHA uh, yeah. arm that's going
0: on. <laughs> so the Autobots tow uh, Prime back to base, and back at the Decepticon base, Starscream brags they have taken on Optimus Prime because he fell. He fell. Like- Megatron knows he's not gone until his laser core is terminated and this is like the first time they've mentioned something like laser core. This is uh, the uh, creators of uh, later on, the creators of beast wars asked a lot of, uh, you know, old transformers fans when they were kind of developing the Bible for that show about like what their, I guess their internal core, whatever it is, it was laser core. And then um they, they used some other things that adapted it to be called spark and beast wars. But it's basically like their. Their uh, their heart, their soul, or whatever. So he has, says he's not like gone until his laser core is terminated. So
1: yeah, what well, we was that. what was funny here though is that, um, or, or that I thought was kind of a, a nice uh, shout out to uh, to the first, or, you know, the, the first miniseries was that, uh, what's it? Uh, was like, yeah, we killed Optimus Prime, and Megatron was like, did you see him fall? Or did you see him <laughs> die? He's like, no, we saw him fall, and he's like, well, if you didn't see him die, if you just saw him fall, then he's not defeated, which is a, a throwback to when. Megatron just fell down and they didn't see him die. And so he knows that he does, he knows the score. He knows the he knows the villain death, the, the villain uh, cop out death. So I guess yeah, it's good, like good that, for you know,
0: him. He's a main character, man. Unless you saw him die, he's going to come back. He's going to come,
1: right. right. come back. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <yeah>. so <laughs> they, they summon, he... they summon Laserbeak here. And uh, Laserbeak sounds kind of like when your tape, deck eats tape. Like it sounds kind of <laughs> like it sounds way better than that, that, uh, that two episodes ago when he sounded like. They just got like an intern to make uh, weird bird squawk noises, <laughs> and they didn't that. modulate it. <laughs> wow. he,
0: he was not happy about doing this. He's scared. Uncharacteristically afraid. But he's more yeah, afraid yeah. of Decepticon.
1: Yeah. What was that? What was up with that? That was that was weird. You didn't have any know. problems he's with like, this before. He's,
0: yeah. Like he goes, uh, I don't want to go in there. Like why not, man? He's done this like how many more times?
1: So he he flies and he follows the Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> he, tra- he transforms into a tape. He, he falls just, on Brahms' shoulder. falls on this guy's shoulder. like, all right, no like, is this. In. So, again, they walk down this hallway that leads it outside with no doors. They just walk in, and then he just transforms and flies up to the, to, to the ceiling. These, these like, no one like team, vision. Need That's what team. I don't know. Autobots
0: are the worst, man. These I'm guys walking, are so oblivious. And a tape falls on my shoulder. I'm gonna notice. Like,
1: oh, a cassette. Oh, cool. Maybe I'll listen to that later Why on. It's just um, on my shoulder. Maybe like it's a micro cassette too. So it's probably just somebody's notes from like a college class or something like that. It's yeah, history <laughs> so, one hundred one or something.
0: Yeah, I actually I wrote in my notes. Uh, he flies there and transforms into a tape that lands on Braun's shoulder. Completely normal.
1: Yeah, it, it happens. I've got yeah. Tapes all over me right now.
0: I can see that. So uh, yeah, he, he uh, after yeah you know, he lands he flies off the shoulder lands on a little outcropping and the uh the 80s camcorder comes out of his uh out of the side of his uh i guess air intakes. and he starts listening to uh megatron starts listening rather to wheeljack and ratchet and they're all glooming to him about Optimus prime huffer whines that he's a goner and spike cries that there must be something they can do to his dad
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Spike's helmet's back on. He's got his hard hat back on. because well, they're working off something. Spike, something man. bad, yeah, something bad might happen inside the arc. That's shows you how condemned that uh, that old thing is. Uh, first of all, the, the camcorder is very cool. I'm a I'm a fan of the camcorder. I think it looks really neat. Um, it, you know, it probably should have been. You know, he just uses his eyes or whatever, but uh, it's way cooler to have a, a camera pop up out of your shoulder and and film things that way. I think that's pretty awesome. Um, uh, he decides to attack at this point. And he has two cannons on his <laughs> on, on his on his shoulders, but instead he has eyeball lasers. So yeah. I guess that's why he doesn't have cameras in his eyes. But he completely trashes Optimus Prime again. These yes. guys like Optimus Prime is worthless. He has zero armor. <laughs> he is he is no like whatever kind of D D stats you want to give him here, like damage reduction. He has none of this. And he, he's awful. And every Decepticon has a bazillion. Damage they roll, they roll all the dice they want to uh, to do damage on Optimus Prime. Uh, but they also, more importantly, though, when he shoots him, he starts a chain reaction, which was a uh, that was a, another very 70s, yeah, that's a very 70s, 80s sci fi concept. Or when you don't want to explain something, why something's bad, just <laughs> say, Oh, it started a chain reaction, and so, but you know, like, oh my god, you hear that, and you're like, Oh, Christ, the whole chain thing reaction.
0: goes up. There's like a fountain explosion inside the base.
1: Star Wars did that, Star Wars copped out yeah. with the chain reaction.
0: Oh yeah, that like you shoot at like a the bomb inside the uh, exhaust port. And then that's yeah, yeah, that's right. It starts to
1: generation well, yeah. and blows the, the whole thing. And
0: also, great thing about this is uh, he uh, he does this after the scene's over, Optimus doesn't look much different. It's no, like like I, a I, I couldn't tell Accord. he took any more damage. Yeah. You just you run him till he runs out. I mean he's, he's like a Honda Accord, he won't die. Um, not yet anyways. So somehow Optimus is still alive, but he'll need a new Cosmotron. Apparently that's um, uh, the MacGuffin of the episode. No one tells him what that is. It's just a Cosmotron.
1: It's just a Cosmotron, yeah. Uh, um, Yeah, and so uh, yeah, the Decepticons are, are, are about to beam their uh, Energon back to Cybertron. And... <laughs> uh, and how long does it take this time? 72 billion astroseconds. So I guess they're going to wait 200 years. Uh,
0: to, Actually, no, um, I'd uh, I, I map this one ahead of time. Did you? Uh, oh, 2,281 okay. years. If they were oh my equivalent God. to seconds.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Weirdly enough, though, it's it's less time than even like the 300 astroseconds or you know, 3,000 or whatever it was of that one episode.
1: This is this is time inflation is what's going on here. It's just it's it's yeah. just getting less and less and less as you time goes on. use more
0: and more seconds equal to the same amount of time.
1: Right. Um. Yeah. Maybe there's some time dilation going on with the uh the, the way that the distance Cybertron is from yeah Earth. Maybe maybe that's the deal. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, maybe.
0: Well, be- before though this happens though, uh, the Will jack goes. Well, luckily I've got one of those Cosmotrons in my lab back on Cybertron. Because the They put a lock, a computer lock on his lab. So what are they going to do? Apparently Chip can, he can, uh, he could pick computer locks from alien species on another planet.
1: That he has no idea about it, which has been, which has been in his lab for how long?
0: Four, four million, million years. years.
1: Yes. Like, uh, like four million years. So how does he know his lab's even there?
0: He, how does he know? No one's uh, there, man. No one's messing with the stuff. It's probably like it, a layer. It's got, he got, it's got like he got, four million years of dust on it.
1: Man, he got foreclosed years ago. That is a <laughs> that, that is a, a shopping center now. It's a it, it's it's,
0: a, it's definitely got a, a spirit Halloween store there.
1: It's a <laughs> it's not like an, an oil bucks or something like that. They're, I don't whatever so whatever Autobots uh, drink on their uh, on their time off there. So
0: um, Starscream tells Megatron a really good idea. They should attack while Optimus is out. It's a good strategy. But Mechatron goes, I'll tack when I'm ready to. All right, cool. Like, I guess, man. Chip uses a Teletran one, and he, he actually uses it in the best way possible that anyone has. He, he doesn't even, it's not even a system he's familiar with, but he's going to use it because he's a uh, computer genius. So he puts in like past what, coordinates. coordinates. Jeez, <laughs> okay, yes, thank you. He puts <laughs> in the coordinates of where the uh, space, space bridge has been previously to kind of get an idea. Where the where Earth is, where Cybertron is, kind of give an idea where it probably is going to end up, and everyone's like, "That's a great idea!" Like, guys, this is your stuff. You don't know to do this. Luckily, they have the uh, the teenager with them. Yeah, yeah so yeah, uh, thankfully, yeah, these
1: guys are computers, and they couldn't think of this at some <laughs> yeah. point.
0: But I love it though. Uh, you're back to the they're uh, at the space bridge, and they're they're uh, loading up uh, the energon cubes and the uh, space bridge ship.
1: <laughs> oh man oh the and, worst boss on the face of the earth Starscream scream <laughs> is in here just like yelling at these poor minimum wage dudes these these camera guy who are these guys called reflector they're, they're, they're
0: all reflector i mean they're reflector. all like, so, or whatever
1: yeah so he goes up and, and he's like he's star scream and one of these reflector guys and uh i think it's ravage or not uh, not not ravage no it wasn't ravage it was, it was uh, rumble, rumble there for our frenzy or one of the one of the yeah, uh cassettes so they're all carrying stacks and Starscream comes up, he throws this pile of Energon cubes in the thing, and then he, he looks over at, uh, at, uh, at Rumble. Rumble, and he goes, careful with those cubes!
0: Clunker, or whatever <laughs> then, he says. Yeah, but... and,
1: then, and then, like, he didn't just throw his stack in the thing all willy-nilly, and then what does that do? It prompts Rumble to just drop his stack in the, uh, yeah. in, in, the in the space bridge.
0: So, like, the, the Fletcher clone goes, hey, uh doesn't someone have to file this He goes, <laughs> thank you right, for does. volunteering warrior or something like that
1: right so it's, he just tosses him it man warrior and doesn't yes. give him any instructions on how to on how to run the thing or anything no, like just, that he just go, good luck in and they beam him <laughs> to cybertron and uh, there's a there's our good friend shockwave waiting for him there hey how's it going And that's really all you get there however yeah. we cut back to earth and what do we see there all well, the, uh, three of the reflectors are there, hanging out together. One of them got tossed. One of them, one of them got tossed in the space bridge, and now, but now there's all three of them.
0: Yeah, they're, they're there, just essentially so. clones, man. You know, some episodes you will see like a dozen of them. Some you'll see three. But I love it because the uh, Autobots start attacking because they know they need to get on the space bridge. They've got to raid the space bridge to get the Cybertron because that's the only way they can get there right now. Right. And it's 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 kind of cool actually. I, I I never really thought about this. I don't remember a lot of times with um, them fighting in the rain like the animation in the rain. So they're fighting this battle in the rain. And um, Megatron has his villain screen up. Starscream has his tree over his head. He's <laughs> uprooted. He's has got to hit one of the uh, Ironhide okay. with it. And Megatron goes, no, 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 no. Let them win. Starscream looks over at him like, oh, uh, okay, boss. Sure thing. I guess the camera's over there hanging. What, in the was, he what
1: was he looking at? Maybe it was Reflector. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, no, maybe Reflector could, is the could key to the villain could screen. be it maybe there's uh, about that. yeah maybe there's multiple reflections so yeah bill screen um
0: you know comment done um star kind of stands there while um ironhead shoots him with liquid cooled nitrogen it,
1: free- it freezes him yeah. solid on the yeah. in the ice block man like autobots <laughs> busting out some weirdo weaponry at this point yeah it's, a, it's yeah, a melee yeah
0: the whole fight continues and, and whatnot and uh but the septicons quote unquote let them win and so they get in the space bridge and they don't need a ship. They just get in the space bridge and go, man. They, they just like, you know what? We'll be fine.
1: They just hop right on. So don't you need the ship to, to get there, though? Don't you need like that little Well, maybe little...
0: You need the ship to take uh, cargo, like the cubes. Oh, okay. That can be a spawn um, on.
1: Yeah so, uh, yeah. so they show up and uh, they just they, they, they come out of this elevator and then they just immediately start attacking Shockwave. <laughs> this too. And this they just the... glue at them and stick them to the floor.
0: Yeah, and I love this, though, because this was uh, Megatron's uh, plan, and Megatron didn't warn Shockwave at all. He just sends it, like, yeah, it'll be fine. He didn't, like, radio <laughs> right. say, hey, by the way, Shockwave, look out about, you know, 10 minutes, there's going to be some Autobots coming through there. Right. You're just unloading the Energon and, like, you know, doing their, their daily task, and here comes all the Autobots are coming across, and they're like, oh, Autobots. Yeah, Dude. freezing the floor once again, the oh, liquid-cooled nitrogen.
1: Shockwave, uh, shockwave is. I feel sorry for this guy because he just gets, uh, he just gets dumped on by Megatron constantly. This guy is a total pro. He just comes in, he clocks in, he does his job for four million years, and Megatron just dumps a mess in his lap and just expects him to to clean it up. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, uh, it, it's yeah, it's awful. But um, so we we kind of to some uh, there's there's some cyber more Cybertronian jets hanging out here. Yeah, and one of them is lime green. This guy's very cool. I like this guy a lot, and I, I need more of that color on my screen. I need uh, I need that on uh, most it's everything. Like, there's
0: a, a lot of blue um, and
1: purple and, and Cybertron. Yeah, one's I blue and
0: purple. One's like um, one's yellow and white. Right, I like yeah, that it was guy, too. like fluorescent green. Yeah, it was very, yeah. uh, very nice coloring.
1: Do these guys and, have names? Are they are they canon?
0: Um, in- they they just actually did release some of these guys in the um like the War for Cybertron line that came out. I do know that over the years, um I can't remember the names right now, but over the years, the green one has been called Acid Acid Storm, oh, probably okay. because of this cool. episode.
1: Because of this episode, because the next yeah. uh, the next thing that comes up in this is, well, port, port ships out in the in the in the rain and it's acid rain. This is we have red red rains falling down. So I guess no. all of the skin is going to get eaten off at some point. Uh, I guess that's uh, that is that, that kind of acid. Like what? Yeah. So kind of this is, is another this?
0: one of the things like in the eighties when we were younger, we kept hearing about like it was like quicksand, you know, acid rain. You didn't acid, really yeah. understand what it was. I mean, I'm a, you know a natural science major now. I understand what acid rain is. And it's not going to melt your skin off. It's going it to be really horrible to things, but um, yeah. So I, I love this. Though we didn't know this as kids. So after they get the uh, the MacGuffin out of um, uh, Will Jack's lab, which, which by the way, Chip Chase apparently can pick that lock in a matter of minutes, which he did.
1: Oh, immediate.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, one yeah. last combination to try. Apparently, it was a three number keypad or something. I don't know. Uh, they find the, the device and uh, the those three other seekers have like seeded the clouds, the red, reddish pink clouds with uh whatever, you know, whatever they seeded it with. So we have acid rain, red acid rain falling. It affects all the, all the Autobots. Like it, it gets into their circuits and makes them so they can't move and it makes them all weak. And what do they do though? They put Chip out there. Chip's getting rained on Just, with acid dude. rain.
1: Oh my God. His, his poor wheelchair must've been destroyed. Um, <laughs> although, you know, as a side note here, there is, yeah. it, this episode has a lot of the, of the weak and dying voice, you know, like the circuits fading leaking power must fine. if there is a lot of that in this yeah. episode. everybody does it at some point everybody has the everybody's dying in this episode every autobot is dying in this episode chip rather,
0: gives them uh, a rousing speech guys you can do this just you know because they're talking about they're, they're all they're all disabled being that he's disabled himself they said guys being disabled shouldn't stop anyone from doing what's right and and they're going, you know, he's right, and uh, you know they, they pull themselves up. Trailbreaker puts a shield above them so they can recover, and they're like matter of seconds. They're fully recovered. They're happy. They're good.
1: Well, they mentioned the, the self repair system.
0: Yeah, self repair system. It it's a them. very efficient system.
1: Apparently. Yeah, it, 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 I don't know why Optimus Prime doesn't have one because like a third of the episodes so far, I've just been him getting beat up and blown up, and he can't yeah. fix himself. But these these guys in space getting acid rained on. Like yeah. oh oh they can just get talked to by a inspired by William Wallace yeah. over here and uh, all of a sudden they can just <laughs> fix themselves up.
0: Actually, I have got the line here. No one has ever really disabled as long as they have courage and they found the courage.
1: That's but, uh, that's, that's that's fine. You know yeah. that's um you know that that's that's good though. That's uh, some good empowerment and yeah uh, anti anti able. It's not like I like that. I'm, I'm I'm a fan of that.
0: Starscream back on Earth says, you know, while Optimus Prime's down and the other Autobots are dying on Cybertron from the acid rain, maybe we should attack them. And Megatron goes, you know, for once, you're right. Let's go. So they lead an all-out assault. And it's bad. They are mopping the floor with all the Autobots remaining there.
1: Dude, they just came in and they are housing these guys. But uh and and who's fighting with the uh the Autobots though, there's all spikes there on the Man, side of the He's got a giant, He's a giant like like an Autobot-sized laser gun.
0: He's yeah, <laughs> he's he's, like, cool. he's holding a like laser pistol like Blaine from Predator. He's only with the minigun.
1: He's over there like bam, bam, bam. <laughs> It must have taken all of his strength just to pull that uh trigger in this thing. <laughs> this is this looking really silly. This is really tough. Yeah. and the thing is they established that they make weapons to fight the Decepticons, and they're man portable weapons to fight the Decepticons. So and, like why did he just have one of those? Well, I guess 15. I guess it didn't work. And they didn't work earlier, so man I guess 15? maybe he just needed
0: to spark plug isn't gonna sign off on that. He's 15 years old, man.
1: Oh yeah. He didn't uh, have his own I'll
0: gun. Be... Apparently, though he found one.
1: I guess he just, <laughs> he just picks one up and drags it around. I think it must have weighed 70 pounds. <laughs> um, yeah, Megatron comes over here and he's no prisoners, and this was, this was Yeah, they are cool. going to
0: conquer know. while the autobus are divided.
1: Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, oh, God, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, they're all about coming in and taking a prisoner so they can rule the entire universe. The entire universe that is a lot of bureaucracy that Megatron does not want to deal with.
0: He hasn't been out there yet.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe he can delegate it uh, like he does Cyber, <laughs> hey, he delegated Cybertron off to the shockwave, so maybe he's got more, more purple dudes to man to uh to have rural plants um i
0: love this though speaking of that the autobots drive through they're they're finally getting themselves free of the the goo that have them has them uh like stuck in the floor <laughs> him and the uh the one guy from reflector he's like all right good we're almost free i'll help you out and the autobots come through he's like you won't make it back
1: <laughs> functioning." It was...
0: and they just know, yeah, whatever man drive past
1: him and leave <laughs> this was straight up <laughs> This was a, it was a total straight-up, like, Scooby-Doo chase scene. It's <laughs> like, it was just, like, it was, like, that scene in the hallway of Scooby-Doo when they're running back, you know, back and forth. That's all I thought of when I saw this. So I was, like, you just, you just showed this exact same scene played the other way. This is, uh... This was silly. Um, Ravage attacks uh, Spike. I I was totally into that, and you know he's shooting at him, and uh, Ravage disarms him. Um, and gives him a hiss. So, uh, my man Ravage. Uh, I'm a fan. Bad kitty. He calls him bad kitty. He does. He does. Uh, And speaking of uh bad catchphrases, though, the next thing Rumble pops up to the top of a mountain and activates like his little uh like power driver things, and he's like, "So you want to rumble with Rumble?" Like, that's the worst man, the he, he's, worst catchphrase it was so terrible like like that he, was the best you could do he's
0: kind of an idiot though we were already established this. We have,
1: we did establish last episode he he was like scrappy right, uh, guy
0: in Jersey that's what that's what his motif is oh
1: man yeah yeah he was yeah he was very much a, a 50s greaser so uh, yeah <laughs> that's, uh, that's fine
0: uh um, Bumblebee shows up and like shines headlights so bright that ravagely he jumps off and runs and runs away.
1: I thought it was a laser or something. I, was I like, didn't Who see the first? Shot him. I, I thought that Megatron shot it. I was no, like, no. why did Megatron? Why did Megatron shoot his old guy? It's
0: headlights. I guess he had his brights on. It's halogens. Also,
1: uh, he oh, so, so he's, he's every truck driving around in Florida is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Okay.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, he goes pulls around and uh, Bumblebee pulls around, grabs Spike, and they go into the uh, arc to uh, repair Optimus. You,
1: you know something I noticed about Bumblebee here though that I thought was was really cool.
0: His interior. It's pink, magenta, pink
1: pink interior, man. This guy is he's he's tricked out. He's got some uh, like Cheech and Chong style interior (laughs) going on. And uh, I'm (laughs) totally okay with that. Probably
0: velvet. You know that.
1: I hope it is. That'd be
0: fantastic. Comfy as heck. Um, So, yeah. In the last moment during the fight, Megatron has said we've we've won. It was great too. a few minutes before that. Starscream says to him, like, we should conserve our energy. Don't You're wasting too much. He's like, no, we're not. We no, got no, this. No. We're going to win. Plenty
1: of, plenty of gas, dude. Plenty so of Optimus gas. So Optimus shows
0: up last minute and challenges Megatron oh, to a one-on-one fight.
1: Dude, it was like Hulk Hogan showing up, man. It was like <laughs> he was like, like, after like King Kong Bundy had broken his ribs. Here, he's back. Hulkamania is back. Starscream brings up the battle code at this point, and that it has to be a one-versus-one battle.
0: Yeah, it's like he's challenged uh Optimus Prime and like Optimus Prime shows up and he's like, I'll do it, fine. And yeah, it's something about the battle code and that it comes up again. I mean, another another episode, but yeah, so he goes and uh Megatron is just weak, man. He is gassed.
1: He's out of gas, he because did, he didn't conserve his fuel.
0: Yeah, he didn't it's listen poor, to his, this poor his, guy. Like, the the once again, <laughs> the the leader of Starscream says, Well, leader.
1: Mission, you, the mission do? leader. The mission leader had a you know, yeah. I finally. He finally had some good advice. He probably wasn't worthless like he is in everything else. Yeah. Um, he
0: takes a movement to assume leadership again. And uh <laughs> subcons scrub our leader. And they take he, off.
1: But then he tries to fight Optimus of Prime for a minute, though. Like, yeah. what happened to 1v1? Yeah,
0: well, you know, it's it's only good if it's gonna give him an opportunity to be the leader of the Subdicons.
1: I guess
0: so. Yeah. It's, you know, th- do as I say, not as I do.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They leave, and that's the end of the episode. That was it.
1: And, yeah, which, uh, you know, Chip says something like, you know, they'll be back. Like, why don't you chase them down? And then blow them up. Why don't you, like, run them
0: down. The opportunity now. <laughs> well, you know, then all again, right. they're all beat down badly, too. So, it's like, all right, it's draw. Let's leave. But, you know, that's it. Right to credits.
1: That was it that was it yeah um
0: yeah honestly was, though um it. I'm not not a fan of Chip as a character you know um I understand you know in the purpose it's in it's cool to have the disabled character and they're doing a lot of good it just I think his I I, I he's like the uh the I don't know the I can do it all he's the uh, he's the sound weave of, of the Autobots right
1: now he kind of is um yeah the thing is I don't I I feel like more human characters take time away from Autobots doing things I don't I don't feel like you need more than one focalizer. Cause you already have. Yeah. I mean, we're going to add this other guy on here. And, um...
0: Yeah. Like you said, they're, they're the, they are already the lens for the audience, you know, for the audience, they, they spike and spark like is father and son, you know, who knows where my mom is. So yeah, it kind of takes away from things. Um, it won't be the end of all that, but he's, he's okay. He's just, I understand the, the purpose of it. And it's cool. That they, they brought in like, you know, a disabled character to be a really a pretty much, I can do it all kind of character. It was very much an '80s uh, cartoon thing to do.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, the computer genius was kind of a yeah. kind of a trope back then. Yeah, um, yeah it was. But uh, yeah, man. So this is, to be honest, this is I think probably the least good episode of this that we've watched so far. Um, that that final battle had a had a big tonal shift. Like, <laughs> like it was almost like a, like they ran out of time and just tacked on this quick little battle at the end. Um, yeah. I don't I don't think it was really bad as much as it was just it was kind of more of the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was yet another let's attack a power plant. Um, let's get energy back to Cybertron. Uh, there, there isn't much of anything new uh, in, in this episode. Uh, there weren't really any cool, like, I don't know, I expected like more toy ad stuff, I guess, which I didn't think there was really a whole lot of that. It was, you know, more like yet, yet again, um, you know, Optimus Prime gets hurt and oh, like, we gotta save Optimus Prime and he's the most... He's, you know, for being the toughest and biggest uh, and, you know, the best fighter in the Autobots, he sure does spend a whole lot of time just getting completely like destroyed (laughs) by mundane means and just being on the verge of death. You know, you don't see like jazz, you know, like like beat up like this or whatever. Um, I, I feel like this episode sort of took a lot of elements from the previous episode and kind of smashed them together which it not always a bad thing, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, like those, those Brendan Fraser mummy movies a lot of times feel like they just took a lot, a lot of stuff from Indiana Jones and just film and string it together and film it, which is a lot of fun a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, they're not good, but they're, you know, they're, they're fun, you know, like I've, I've seen Temple of Doom so many times at this point that I want to see Temple of Doom, but different. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> this one, I just, yeah, I, um, if I were a kid watching this, and so I think this ran weekdays, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. did the first series went on the weekend and these went last like weekdays.
1: It was Monday through Friday, right? Like uh yeah. like most Toyad shows were. So had I watched this literally the day after the last episode? like it was just like more like you know we're watching these a week apart and, and even even now i'm like ah that's kind of i feel like i just kind of watched this episode um, <laughs> or ele- i watched elements of this episode nothing really got pushed forward or nothing new came to it so i, I don't, like i said i didn't think it was bad i just kind of felt like it was more of the same but I, I feel like if we watched this like in a vacuum um I, i'd probably like it a little bit more if it was like a, maybe like a bigger battle or something mm-hmm. uh going on i'd probably like a little more as um as it is though, I'd probably, whew, uh, I'm going to have to go with my lowest rating uh, yet. I'm going to wow. have to go with, I'm going to have to go with two and a half yellow hard hats out of five, it's right dead, enough. right dead in the middle, dead in the middle. Like I said, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't, it was just yeah. like, more eh, it was more of the, kind of more of the same and yeah, there was a, a big lack of transformers uh expletives or uh um, manifold mouth or anything uh, much of anything <laughs> fun like that this time so that, that's where i'm gonna stand with uh with this episode again like i said i didn't think it was bad but definitely was the the least of the the ones we've watched so far so how about you yeah.
0: um like I, I honestly I, I agree with you i mean there's a lot of things i liked about this um i liked the um <laughs> lights some of the tactics that were used were fantastic. You know the uh is some goofy moments in this this episode. There were a lot of fun, uh, a lot of I like I like the opening where you know all of the uh the Earth the people on Earth are like all right he's number one enemy we're gonna make a uh make weapons even though they were useless. Uh, yeah, I liked a lot of that. I like going back to Cybertron. I, I you know I, I it was just there was a lot of silliness with it, but not a lot happened. And it's funny because I I um I read this this um kind of uh, episode guide uh, every week after I finished watching the episode. They were a much bigger fan of this than I was. It's just meh. It's an okay episode. Uh, I would, I think I would, I would definitely, I'll, you know, I'll, I'd give it, I'll give it three laser cores out of five. Um, you know, I, I like, I appreciate that things like that were brought in. They have a little new ideas brought into the show. Um, who knows if that was on purpose or if it was a certain writer throwing his own thing in there. I, I like um <laughs> like that Optimus is just beating down the most of the episodes, so well, yeah, they can't do anything without him. All that sort of stuff is just it kind of cracks me up the wrong probably the wrong way. So it was okay. nothing wrong with that i i am really excited though because I think if I didn't know what was coming up, I'd probably be a little more lenient on this, but because, you know, uh, so we have some really good ones coming up here um next couple weeks so I'll, I'll give you that i mean honestly it's let's say I us three out of five that's probably being generous so you know that's that's how i feel about it i wish there was more going on with it but pretty much trope tropey afternoon cartoon show you know kind of week
1: yeah that's uh that's that's pretty accurate like like i said i didn't i didn't think it was terrible and it's you know one of those things where they, they can't all be hits you know like you, no. even my even my favorite shows even you know, the X-Files, you know, there, there's, there's, you know, there's, you know, it kind of goes in waves, you know, there's good episodes and there's yeah. there's okay episodes and then there's some that are outright bad. Again, I didn't think this was bad. It just, uh it it was, you know, coming off of, you know, that, that miniseries, which I, which I liked a lot, you know, especially the first and third episodes of the miniseries. Um, but, but from the way you said that, though, it sounds like we're in for some pretty cool stuff coming up in the next uh, couple one. So I'm pretty excited to see the next few episodes. Just a
0: little teaser. We got um Jetfire. It's actually Skyfire in the show coming up. And the Dinobots are coming up soon. So it's going to be some fun stuff. I'm not going to say they're perfect. They're, God knows they're not. But it's going to be some fun stuff coming up soon. I'm excited about that. So, um, those are coming
1: up in the next few episodes? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought those guys came out way later than that. No, I thought no. that was. Uh, uh, hope the we had like
0: three. The first three Dinobots come in uh, SOS Dinobots. The other two come up later. But uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I, I thought the, I thought all that stuff came out like much, much later. I guess uh, it's um, just one of those. One of those uh, ways that when you're a kid the way you perceive time that you yeah you know, next you, episode you...
0: is fire in the sky which is about Skyfire, which oh, I, I like it a lot for character development for starscream actually so uh anyways yeah let's go ahead and take us out for this week what do you what do you guys say
1: there's a thin line between being a hero and being in memory optimus prime uh yeah that that indeed is optimus prime <laughs> <laughs> i figured it was he gets all the he gets all the good. You know he gets all the good inspirational. And he delivers quotes, so, them uh, like like the Duke. He does deliver them like the Duke. So uh, yeah, you want to uh, you want to tell tell all these amazing people how
0: they can get in touch with us. Yeah, um, yeah, we will. Uh, we have we I'll, I'll put all the uh, all the contact in the the, the show notes. Um, Ed hates transformers at gmail.com. More than meets these guys at gmail dot com. We have our um we ha- have our Twitter handle in the as uh, a MTM TG Pod at on, at Twitter. Um yeah. So uh yeah, I'll put this on the show notes once again. And um thanks so much for being here again. Um we are really glad having you all on this ride with us. Till next time. Ed, have a good one, man. All right, later guys. Bye everybody.